0: This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture for the week ending Friday the 16th of December 2022, presented to you this week by Ollie Wilson, a farm trader based in the South East. Before we begin, a word on markets and trading during this current time of intense volatility. Markets can move significantly in a matter of hours or even minutes, with spikes sometimes happening outside UK regular business hours. MyFarm is our free online platform which offers Frontier customers 24-7 access to market information, grain prices and the ability to sell grain at a time more convenient to them. With a MyFarm account, you can see live global prices, market reports, exchange rates and commodity pricing directly relevant to your farm, with options to set alerts and sell grain all in one place. To learn more, visit www.frontierag.co.uk forward slash myfarminfo. Links to more information about my farm are included in the description notes for this episode. Now, let's get straight into this week's update by starting with wheat. UK wheat futures have struggled to recover from last week's nine month lows. UK wheat futures are currently hindered by low world prices and a slow export pace. Official customs data puts UK wheat shipments to the end of October 313,700 tonnes, and it is likely a further 200,000 tonnes will have been shipped by the end of December. With a wheat surplus of more than 2 million tonnes, the pace of shipments needs to increase significantly in the new year to avoid a considerable build up of carryover stocks. Domestic demand to the feed sector is in question, with many feedweed consumers unable to take delivery of existing purchases due to a slowdown in usage. In contrast, suitable quality group one wheat for domestic market remains in short supply with premium for milling specification, 13% protein, above £60 pounds per tonne across much of the country. The Rosario Grains Exchange made further cuts to Argentina's wheat crop estimate this week. Its earlier prediction in May came in at 19 million tonnes. However, a lack of rain coupled with high temperatures throughout the season have severely cut production prospects. It now estimates the crop will produce 11.5 million tonnes, which is only half the volume of the record 23 million tonne crop produced last season. Meanwhile, Australia is expecting a second consecutive record wheat crop predicted to come in at 36.6 million tonnes. India is the world's second largest wheat producing country after China, but traditionally it exports very little as its wheat harvest is usually consumed domestically. However, this season, India has produced a record crop that the United States Department of Agriculture estimates will reach 103 million tons. This has presented a surplus of 6 million tons for export. This additional tonnage from India will help replace wheat supplies lost from Ukraine earlier this year as a result of port closures. One of the world's primary importers, Egypt, accepted wheat from India for the first time this year as a result of wheat being inaccessible from Ukraine. However, some Indian observers have suggested the Indian wheat crop is much smaller than official estimates have reported, following a spell of extreme heat that damaged developing crops and a government export ban on wheat introduced in May. India's domestic wheat prices have risen by 28% since the export ban was introduced. Official government data shows wheat stocks held in government stores in India as of the 1st of December are at their lowest for six years at 19 million tonnes. This figure is only half of the wheat stocks held at this time last year, which were 37.85 million tonnes. Moving on to barley. Barley markets have been quiet with muted farmer selling and demand as we head into the festive period. Demand has been limited to trade bars for the January March positions, with discounts to wheat at eighteen to twenty pounds per tonne. Cold weather has resulted in logistical challenges in some areas of the UK, particularly in the southeast and southwest of England. This has raised some opportunities for spot sellers to achieve higher prices. However, these opportunities have disappeared as the week has progressed. The Agriculture and Horticulture Development Board has increased its UK barley production figure from 7.19 million tonnes to 7.39 million tonnes, which is as a result of strong yields for spring and winter barley in harvest 2022. The UK now has a sizable barley surplus on paper. With domestic feed demand lower for the July to October period, the UK will need to seek export opportunities in the new year. There is limited forward trade due to the current trend of hand-to-mouth buying, particularly from European compounders. If UK feed barley struggles to find demand in the export market, it is likely that the discount of feed barley to wheat could be widened in order to increase domestic barley usage. Looking at oilseed rape now. Heavy European rapeseed stocks continue to weigh on the market and are keeping rapeseed values from recovering. This picture looks likely to remain into the new year. However, dry grain conditions in South America might offer some support as soybean crop estimates begin to be trimmed. The high end of Brazilian production range is now below 160 million tonnes and closer to 155 million tonnes. The Chinese New Year holiday starts in a few weeks, which adds concern that this might trigger another round of COVID infections and subsequent lockdowns, which will impact the demand for oils and proteins and add to the bearish picture. Moving on to pulses, the UK pulses market has seen extreme volatility this year, as with all crops. Following the outbreak of the Ukraine-Russia war, beans values rose earlier this year, which attracted many export buyers, especially for new crop. However, UK growers were reluctant to export despite values in excess of £350 per tonne. After a successful and dry harvest, The average bean yield was approximately 3.5 tonnes per hectare and four tonnes per hectare for spring and winter beans, respectively. The missing factor in this year's marketing has been the absence of any volume trade to Egypt for human consumption beans. This is due to Egypt having plentiful old crop and the option to purchase beans from cheaper Baltic and Australian origins. From summer highs, Bean values have now fallen over £100 per tonne as the market tries to find fresh demand. The outlook post-Christmas is still bearish as the UK has at least 75,000 to 100,000 tonnes of export business to conclude. And buyers are still very reluctant to commit at this stage. And finally, I'm going to finish this report by taking a look at the fertiliser market. There has been some activity on urea traded across Europe over the past seven days, but this has not been the case in the UK as farm interest remains low in the run-up to Christmas. Offers for ammonium nitrate from European producers are limited, with the cost of production being scrutinised due to colder weather and increased gas prices. With only 35 working days until usage, pressure is already building on physical supply of nitrogen-containing products. It is advised that growers assess their remaining requirements early in the new year, if not earlier. Growers who have experienced changes in cropping this autumn are advised to reassess the UAM volumes they require for this season. With a full portfolio of nitrogen and nitrogen sulphur grades available for spring 2023 delivery, growers with outstanding UAM requirements are encouraged to secure additional tonnage ahead of usage. Offers remain in the UK marketplace across a range of MPK fertilisers in both bulk and IBCs, offering vegetable, potato and spring cereal growers the opportunity to cover their starter fertiliser requirements. All growers are encouraged to include Lemus Clear, a urease inhibitor for inclusion within UAN, throughout their liquid fertiliser programme in the spring. The benefits include improved nitrogen use efficiency of up to 7%, through reducing ammonia emissions by up to 98%. Potash prices had seen a slight increase of late, but due to slow demand, pricing levels remain static at present. The phosphate market remains subdued with little activity on purchasing. Growers could consider MPKs for spring application. Please speak to your Frontier Contact for more information. This was Frontrunner for the week ending Friday the 16th of December. If you'd like help with any aspect of your grain marketing, please get in touch by visiting our website at www.frontierag.co.uk or if you're a customer, you can speak to your local Frontier contact. Don't forget, all Frontier customers have free access to online grain trading and live 24-hour market pricing through MyFarm. Links to more information as well as to our blog and socials can be found in the description notes for this episode. Thank you for listening.